0: Hello, and welcome to the Sci4 Security Threat Intel weekly podcast for the week commencing the 1st of February 2021. In InfoSec news this week, Google has released an updated version of the Chrome browser for Windows, Mac, and Linux. The release contains only one bug fix for a zero day vulnerability which was exploited in the wild. This zero day, which was assigned the identifier of CVE 2021 21148, was described as a heap overflow memory corruption bug in the V8 JavaScript engine. Google have said the bug was exploited in attacks in the wild before a security researcher named Matthias Berlins reported the issue to its engineers on January the 24th. Two days after the report was published, Google's security team published an advisory about the attacks carried out by North Korean hackers against the cybersecurity community. Some of these attacks consisted of luring security researchers to a blog where attackers exploited browser zero days to run malware on researchers' systems. Microsoft has stated the attackers most likely used one of the Chrome zero days for their attacks. In a different report published this week, South Korean security firms said they discovered an Internet Explorer zero day used for these attacks as well. Google has not yet concretely stated that the CVE 2021 211480 day was used in these attacks, although many security researchers believe it was so due to the proximity of the two events. Despite how this zero day was exploited, regular users are advised to use Chrome's built-in update feature to upgrade their browser to the latest version as soon as possible. Prior to these patches, Google has gone through a spell last year where it patched five actively exploited Chrome Zero days in a span of three weeks, raising concerns about the overall security of what is now the world's most prevalent internet browser as a whole. A vulnerability in the Windows Installer component, which Microsoft has attempted to fix several times to no avail, has received another micro patch to attempt to deny hackers the option of gaining the highest privileges on a compromised system. The issue affects versions Windows 7 through 10, with Microsoft's most recent effort to address the issue, known as CVE 2020-16902, was back in October. A bypass, complete with proof-of-concept exploit code, emerged in late December last year. During the installation of an MSI package, Windows Installer creates a rollback script via msiexec.exe to revert any changes if anything goes wrong in the process. An attacker with local privileges could run an executable with system permissions if they could replace the rollback script with one which changes a registry value to point to their payload. The vulnerability popped on Microsoft's radar and received a fix back in April 2019, but vulnerability research at Sandbox Escaper found a bypass by the end of May and published the technical details. This story repeated four more times and was recorded as four more distinct CVEs, and Windows Installer is still exploitable for privilege escalation to the highest permissions on a compromised machine. This latest bypass has been disclosed by a security researcher, along with other vulnerabilities affecting multiple security software solutions. Until Microsoft comes up with a more permanent patch for this repeatedly exploited flaw, a temporary one is available through the OPatch platform. It is a single instruction fix which does not require a reboot of the system. The TrickBot malware has been upgraded, again, with a network reconnaissance module designed to survey local networks after infecting a victim's computer. This new module, dubbed MassRV, uses the open-source MassScan tool, a mass port scanner with its own TCP IP stack and capable of scanning large swaths of the internet in a matter of minutes. TrickBot uses the network scanner module to map the victim's networks and send home information on any devices with open ports. This module is deployed via a Windows DLL file, with a 32-bit or 64-bit architecture, depending on the system the malware has infected. According to the initial disclosure report, both link libraries observed are debug builds and log their execution into standard output. This hints at the module being in a test phase, with TrickBot still testing waters to see if using a network mapping tool could help them boost the number of infected devices and their malware's efficiency. All of the information on network devices with open ports is exfiltrated to the malware's command and control server for the malware operators to decide if the discovered machines are worth adding to the botnet. TrickBot developers have previously released a standalone reconnaissance tool known as LightBot in the form of a PowerShell script used for scoping out an infected victim's network for high-value targets. This module is an indication of the actor's continued investment in improving their network reconnaissance toolkit even following the recent disruption efforts by Microsoft and other security firms. Even though the recent operation managed to disable roughly 94% of TrickBot's critical infrastructure, the tough-to-kill botnet bounced back in January with a new series of phishing emails and lures. Although initially only used for harvesting sensitive data, TrickBot has had quite the evolution over the years into a highly dangerous and prevalent malware dropper, delivering additional, usually more dangerous, malware payloads. This usually happens after all useful information, including system info, credentials, and any interesting files, have already been collected and exfiltrated. TrickBot is becoming particularly dangerous to enterprises, since it propagates through corporate networks, and if it gets admin credentials, will attempt to steal the Active Directory database to collect more network credentials. Last month, TrickBot's developers have added another new module designed to probe infected devices for UEFI vulnerabilities, which could give the malware ultimate control over compromised machines. With access to UEFI firmware, the TrickBot gang would be able to establish persistence which could not be removed even after an operating system is reinstalled or storage drives are replaced. Thank you very much for listening to the Sy4 Security Threat Intel Weekly podcast. Please don't hesitate to contact us should you wish to discuss anything outlined here, and thank you very much for listening.